Thank you for joining us for a Kingdom Thoughts conversation with one of our founders on Insight Now. You can watch live streams on Facebook and YouTube. We hope that you enjoy the conversation. Hey, Daniel. What's up, Mark? Oh, man, here we go again. I, I'm one of these days. I'm not going to say that. I'm, like, I'm going to have to practice on coming up with something better. <laughs> hey, I saw the shirt the other day that had um, uh, uh, sup. Just had you know beside yeah, and a so. big A sort of thing. It's like like uh, I was thinking, oh yeah, okay. So have you thought out? Yeah, actually, let's see. Sunday I was seventy two degrees and raking leaves in my yard in a t shirt. Oh wow! That's yeah, cool. right. What so. a contrast from. <laughs> Yeah, what that's like. So our coldest night last week, and then so Sunday would have been the same week. So warmest day and coldest day would have been an eighty. What is that? Eighty-one degree difference. So minus eleven to seventy-two. Wow. So all in uh, seven. Yeah, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I just I'm not at all used to that sort of swing in in temperature. Mm -hmm. uh, we we just don't get the extremes um, here. The other parts of the country we get extremes, but yeah. Oh, that's cool. I'm glad you thought out a little bit. Yeah, I know it's nice. Taylor was saying it's so nice the kids can play outside because <laughs> they were driving their nuts. So yeah. Here. So, so it's good. Wow. Yeah. Well, are you not sweating to death down where you're at now? Well, not quite. No, it's a, bit, a little bit cooler day today. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, and no, it's, it's 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 good. Well, um, what should we talk about today? Um, I saw a quote um, just uh, a few days ago. I, I can't even remember where I, I saw it. I'll have to try and track it down again. Um, but anyway, the the writer was was talking about a favourite subject of mine, <laughs> believe it or not. And I think a really powerful kingdom um, viewpoint or, or mindset. And anyway, he, he said it like this. He said, um, I, I think it was really to do with, um, it was a, the marketplace. It was a business. I, I think it was a, I think it was Jim Collins, actually, you know, the good to great. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I think it was the book Built to Last. Anyway, he, he talks in there about... Um, people being captured by the tyranny, the tyranny, right? The tyranny of the awe, the word awe. Mm -hmm. So we're saying there are, there are people who are captured by the tyranny of the awe, like it's got to be this or that. Mm -hmm. And then he says, but they fail to embrace the genius of and. A-N-D, and. And they further talked about later on about what he called the ad, ad, advantageousness of and. The advantageousness of and. What does is, what is advantageous mean? Well, it, it means that the, the advantage of and. It means like mm -hmm. there's lots of, uh, lots of things that can flow out of and 
that are to your advantage, that are to that are, are blessings, that are, uh, are lots of benefits at an mm -hmm. end. And you know what? I've 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 seen this in the kingdom, and I think this is a, a kingdom reality that people have failed to understand. E even even today, people are still failing to understand the inclusiveness of and, mm -hmm. like. The word and, which you were telling me before we started this, is mm -hmm. really a connecting word. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's right? a so the connection so or addition, too. You know, it can be, it's an yep. addition. Two things connected or something, you know, more more of something. Yeah. So so when we when we take Jesus, for instance, um, and he, he was, we, we know the story, he was, he was born, grew up, Mm -hmm. um, on this planet, and he was one hundred percent man, right? And he was one hundred percent God. Now, if you if you try and wrap your head around that, it's almost an impossibility to wrap your head around it. And in fact, actually, even if you think about it, it's a possibility. Not Jesus, you're either one man. Or your God, mm -hmm. right? But there's reasons that he had to be both, mm -hmm. right? It's just just the genius of it. Um, and so he was, he could identify with mankind, but he was without sin mm -hmm. because of the the God factor, the part he was perfect, and so therefore. Uh, if he was 100% God, then it would be impossible for him to say something like, well, you'll do what I did, but you'll do even greater things. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, that's impossible. I can't because we're not God. But he was foreshadowing something, right? And and mm -hmm. so there are reasons that he had to be both, but it could only be possible for those two things in, in extremes really to be held in the tension of being able to operate together by the Holy Spirit. It had to be a supernatural thing. Mm -hmm. So when we talk about kingdom things, you can't divorce or exclude um, supernatural, the supernatural work of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. What we've been very good at doing, I think, is to confine the work of the Holy Spirit to what we would call secular activities. Right, um, or, or sacred activities, sorry, not secular, sacred activities. Um, and what the Holy Spirit wants to be involved and bring the supernatural into every area of life. So that when you're faced with competing things, it's often that the Holy Spirit actually wants to bring those two together. Much of the division that's happened in the church over the years have become because people have not understood the paradox of and. You know, so for instance, you have those that have been more Calvinistic, and mm. therefore the sovereignty of God is very important. And of course, the sovereignty of God is. Yeah. He is sovereign. Mm -hmm. But then you've had those that, for instance, have been more from an Armenian point um, of view, and therefore it's about the free will of man. 
And mm-hmm. both of those have been kept apart. Mm-hmm. But when you look at it, they actually are meant to be together. In his sovereignty, God gave us a will and free choice. But that can only be held in that tension by the Holy Spirit so that both mm-hmm. of them are very true. Mm-hmm. But if you live in an either or, and I know you, you say something on this. You know, this is my favorite subject. So, well, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, but what's happened is that people have lived in the tyranny of the or mm-hmm. and said it's one or the other. It can't be both. Mm-hmm. Like you're, you're either for the sovereignty of God. If you're for the sovereignty of God, then these things must follow. Mm-hmm. Or if you are into free will, then these things must follow, right? And there's an inability for a lot of people to understand, no, it's actually both. It's both of those. It, it can't be. Yes, it is. It is. Jesus Jesus demonstrated that, mm-hmm. which is a side issue. I think it's quite interesting because he was 100% God and he was 100% man. We're 100% God. We are 100% man. <laughs> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry about that. No, don't die. No, um, we're one hundred percent man who has God living inside of us, so we also are God. We are in in two places at once too. Now we're on earth and is in heaven. Yeah. So so unless you understand and you're comfortable, really comfortable of that, then what happens is that when you are and do understand the revelation and do it, you start to find places of where that exists. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to be quiet for a few minutes. No, 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 no. Well, first of all, I was just looking at, you know, I kept smiling looking over here because I was looking at our comments and uh, um, Benjamin over there, he's got like clapping hands, you know, the... Uh, praying hands of heart. I was like, "Hey, what's up, Benjamin?" But he's just—he's making me, making me laugh over there. And then, and then, yeah, and then praying hands, and then heart. Yeah, I was just—that was making me smile. I just did it right as we started too. It was like he's excited to see us. So, and then we got karma there. Um, how's it going? So, um, anyway, you you know, as you're talking about the and or or, um. I think it's interesting because I was thinking like, where is or actually there and it's heaven or hell, um, mm-hmm. which is just an interesting, you know, so it's not, I think that's, there's, there's limitations to and as well as there's or, but, but I think the, the, what you're, what you're specifically well, talking about too has a lot. Go ahead. Yeah, can, can I just address that? I, I think outside of the kingdom, mm-hmm. there's limitations to and and or. I think inside of the kingdom, I don't think mm-hmm. there is limitations. Yeah, and that's yeah, I kind of you know that's exactly yep. the, thank you for putting that that way. That yes, yep. so and that's that's what I'm getting at. But also, as you're talking about, you know, across like Calvinistic and Armenian and all these, you know, it's a lot of I think the religious spirit really brings in that brings in that or you know, oh. um, and and that's what we get stuck in, right? I mean, it's so often we think I have to be a business, you know, to bring it even into our normal day life that people want to think about is I have to be a businessman or I have to be a father. I have to be a husband or I have to be, you know, I can go on and on with that. Um, well, but isn't it also so that I have to be in, in ministry in a church context or I got to be a business person? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I mean, that's what we've been kind of realizing to say, well, actually, you know, 
you, you are in you are in ministry, which is serving mm -hmm. in a business. Yeah, well, you know, and I think that we really have to bring we really have to break off something here too, because we're talking about that so often as we're talking to people, and we say, you know, you can be a, you can minister and be a businessman. You know, where most people's mind is going to take them is, okay, I'll be a minister on Sunday and I'll be a businessman from Monday to to Friday. Instead of actually, you know, it's really, it's, it's no, I can be a minister and a businessman because I'm being a minister in my business, um, you know, and um, uh, in the, I was in the deaf, go ahead. We're not supposed to be spiritually bipolar. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that one's, uh, you got to work on that one, you know. Yeah, keep going. So, so in the definition of and, it says the and is used as a function word. So I found it interesting. It's like it's a function is something that happens, you know. So it's it's a function word, um, and it's to join one verb. So it's and it's a it's a finite verb, which is such as go, come, try. So it's some it's an action, really, is what we can say. So it, it's to join an action word to another so that together they are logically equivalent to an infinite of purposes. So really what it's saying is that it's it's together they have an infinite of purposes, but apart they only have one purpose. Mm -hmm. um, and I think, you know, that's a lot of what we're talking about is, is can I be, and Anne can go so far, I can be a father and a husband and a businessman and a, a minister um, and really, it's about in the kingdom. We have to learn to bring all those under one roof. How do we do all? How do we do all those? Mm -hmm. You know, and and that's really that. So you know, being that's an infinite, infinite purposes. So and can take me. I mean, I, I, don't, me and you both know you'll never find a successful businessman that doesn't understand and. Yep. Um, you know, because they, they're, it's always, and which is what has made their business the way it is, is because, well, we can do this business and we could do that and we could add this and we could try this and we could, you know, yep. um, so anyway. So let me just quote, um, this, um, this is from Jim Collins, who's the writer of good to great and also a book called Built to Last. And it's about really, Built to Last is about the habits of visionary com companies. Mm -hmm. So he, he, he lists a number of things that visionary com companies um, really, really do. Now, in number 11 of his list, he says is you can't have your cake and eat it too, right? So that's a saying that people have. Mm -hmm. Then what he does is he lists the saying, he lists the saying, and then he puts the reality. Mm -hmm. Right. So the saying, a lot of people say you, you you can't eat your cake, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Yeah. Which I believe in the kingdom you can do because it's a supernatural thing. But anyway, so that's what he's saying. He says the reality is that visionary companies never limit themselves to any kind of awe, O R scenario they prefer to embrace the advantage of the end mm -hmm. um and so um you know i i think that that's for me that's the supernatural component that the holy spirit wants to be involved in every part of our life 
to do something that seems impossible. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, that's what the supernatural is. It's something nap- natural that is souped up. Supernatural. You know, it's like the extraordinary. The extraordinary is is something ordinary with a little extra. Extraordinary. Mm-hmm. So what heaven loves to do is do things that in people's thinking are impossible. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like um, a lot of people, when we're talking about the kingdom, and I did this, you know, I, 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 I was living to die. I was, I was in a place where I was encouraging people you know, take as many people to heaven with you as possible. Mm-hmm. Now that they're all good things. That's a that's a great. No, that's yeah. a great goal. Salvation is great. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I failed to realize that in Hebrews chapter two it says that you and I are seated in heavenly places, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but still on earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're trying to get somewhere we already are. Yeah, it's the same thing that today we are talking about identity. We're talking about sonship in comparison to orphanness. And that's a whole nother discussion and teaching. The reality is that you and I are sons, mm-hmm. and yet we're still becoming sons. Mm-hmm. And the reason that we're becoming sons is that because positionally we are sons, but we are learning and understanding you know, how to live in that sonship. Oh, of course. My son was born and he was my son. He was my son from conception, but I still have to train him to mm-hmm. be what my son will become, what he'll look mm-hmm. like. I still have to watch him grow and train him into that, into that, of course. So the scripture is full of, the kingdom is full of paradoxes. If we go back to the one that I was talking about, that I said that you and I, and, and, people that are listening today, you don't have to die to get in heaven. You're already there. Mm. Mm. But one of the things the enemy really loves to do is to have us working for something that we already have. No, don't get me started. That's one of my subjects. Well, I'm, I'm happy to go there. Yeah. He, he, he's, he's, he, he has convinced many people that they're still trying to gain their salvation, or that they, or they could be in a place where they could lose it, mm-hmm. or be in a place where you're working for something, you're trying to get hold of it, and you already have it. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's it's a it's a it's a question that the enemy uh, have a look at that. Jesus baptized in the Jordan, heavens open up, mm-hmm. right. The Father descends upon, heaven descends upon him like a dove. And the Father says, this is my son in whom I'm well pleased. Boomed it out all across Mm -hmm. the world. And yet the very first thing the enemy says to him in the wilderness, to Jesus, is if you are the son of God, then prove it by doing this. So he was having Jesus do something to prove that he was who God said he was. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's just a, a classic thing of, of, of us 
try to work for something that we already have. Yeah, well, you know, uh, I've talked about if, if I was, you know, one of the things that's been that stirred in me has been if I ever really wrote a book, maybe the first book would be called The Greatest Lie Ever Told. I think there's another book actually looked out that's out, but it's not on the same subject. But essentially, you know, as I've I talked to people, um, so many people and, and, you know, you just being in the place talking to people about struggles and things. What I realize is, like what you're saying, you know, probably what 80% of the people I talk to, the struggle is, is they're, they're struggling over something that they've been struggling over for years that they obtained years ago. It's just like, you know, in the Bible, we have Eve who was created in the image of God, had the breath of God in her, had a kingdom, right? I mean, the, the earth was the kingdom of man. And yet Satan comes and says, surely, you know, do you not want to be like a God? And he tells her, ah, if you eat of the fruit, you'll be like God. Well, she looked, she was created just to look like him, had his breath in her. He walked and talked with her and she had a kingdom just like, she wasn't essentially just like God. Mm -hmm. It's the greatest lie ever told. He, he got her to give up everything she had with the lie that she could obtain what she already had. Yeah. And, and of course, what, what happened there was that the lie that he brought to her and brought into mankind was that in order to be somebody, mm -hmm. you have to do. Mm -hmm. Is this what he was saying There's to Jesus? Action. Yeah, you have to take an action. Yeah, you, you have to do something in order to prove who you are, mm -hmm. which is the reverse of what it is. You, you don't do something to be. You are out of your being comes your doing. Mm -hmm. Right. And, it, and it's not one or the other on that. That's the trouble too. Some people think, well, I'll just be, I just be, you know, mm -hmm. if I just concentrate on my be, then everything else will, no, no, you actually have to do things. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's, it's putting them in right order. Anything out of order doesn't work. Well, yeah, that's, yep. That's, that's a, concept that works everywhere <laughs> absolutely you know so so the reality is that that when when you embrace when you when you actually begin to take hold of the revelation of and and start looking for it in the scriptures start looking for it in the nature of who god is then what happens is that i think that you start to embrace kingdom in a whole new dimension Mm -hmm. Because if we look around the world today, the thing that is on the increase is a division. There are divides mm -hmm. where it's like when we look at the nature of heaven, God is very, very, very comfortable with diversity. Just look around. In creation, there's nothing the same. There's similar trees, but every tree is different. Every human being is unique. Mm -hmm. Like I have different fingerprints than you. I have a different voice print. I have, I have, I'm different DNA. You know, all of those sorts of things because I'm unique. There's mm -hmm. not another person like me on the planet. And and so, therefore, uniqueness is is really, really an important aspect of who God is. 
And so therefore he's very comfortable in embracing different views, different uh, aspects, different uh, points of points of view, different experiences, all of those sorts of things. Mm -hmm. But unity is not what many people call it, which is uniformity. Mm -hmm. So in unity, you can you can have unity, but it's a God-given gift. It's something that the Holy Spirit has to bring into a situation because we can set the scene and we can we can but to sustain it you need a power. You need the work of the Holy Spirit. Well, you're you're talking about ands and ors that I mean right there, you know, if you're gonna point it out. So that diversity essentially is and you know, you can be Mark and I can be Daniel and that's okay because we're and but if you start saying or which is where divide comes from, because it's you have to be it's either this, you know, we can we can take it across so many things. It's either my religion is right or your religion is right, or uh yep. this this color of people are better or this color of people are better, but it's, it's all about, or whereas yep. if you go and is then, and you know, I have a place and you have a place. Yes. You know, it's the same thing with male and female. I mean, I'll go there. It's like, you know, um, it's not male or female, it's male and female were to, to coexist and to do things together. It wasn't that the female was in charge or the male was in charge. It was that together, they had their role and they went and did things. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, I think that's, that's the whole thing is when you start to look at things through the lens of and, right? Mm -hmm. Which, which can seem such a little thing, but it's a pretty big thing. Because if you look at, if you look at life, and what Jesus had to say through the lens of or, either or, then what happens is that you 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 really dispel a lot of unity or, or a lot of the nature of heaven. That's why um, we've been having conversations about the difference between um, descriptive and prescriptive that there are many things that Paul wrote about, for instance, that are descriptive of what was taking place. And yet many people have taken that and applied that prescriptively, as in because this is what he said describing something, it therefore must become what you do. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not in any way, shape or form, just so that everybody knows, saying that we, we throw all of that out. I am not. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying you have to have the right interpretation. You have to have the right understanding. Yeah, it's, the same with, it's the same with and and or. Well, it says understanding only comes by the spirit. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, that right there, you know. But I think that inclus in the, inclusis the inclusionness. <laughs> Inclusicity. Yeah, in inclusicity. <laughs> Um, of of the end is that it, it it is a it's a word that's got the ability to to attract too. There's a magnetic part about it that that actually be able to say, hey, listen, some of the things that you've been told that you could only have this or you could only have that, you can actually have both. Mm 
Mm-hmm. You know, so therefore it's like, well, um, I, I was always told that if I'm going to be in ministry, then um, this is what I need to do. You know, I, I need to focus just on, on this. And but yet I've I've had this huge desire. I think it was um, Ed Silvoso was talking about that he wanted to serve God and be you know, and and really be significant in the in the in the ministry and therefore, mm-hmm. uh, but had this deep longing for business. Mm-hmm. But had to only choose whether he could this or that. Mm-hmm. You know, it, there was no end available. It was mm-hmm. always there. But it wasn't interpreted in that particular way. Um, you know, it, it's it's like um, th- there are just there are just so many concepts um, that you can discover. And I'm sure that people listening to this today, if you go on a search, you're going to see things from a different point of view. If you can embrace the end, if you start looking for okay, where where does where does this fit and this fit? Mm-hmm. Oh, they fit together, right? But they're only held there by this conjoining word and, and maybe it's time to throw out some oars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's that's some advice I've taken from you and it's worked good for me. So. Yeah, well, you know, it's it's my... You know my favorite um, subjects mm-hmm. um, because I, I've I've heard so many people I, over time talk about well it's got to be this or it's got to be that. Mm-hmm. It's about the kingdom. You know what about um, uh, what what fascinates me really is that scripture from Ephesians um, chapter two I think it is I think it's chapter one or chapter two I'm pretty sure it's two. Where it says that we are seated in heavenly places. So, really, from Pentecost, to put it at that particular point in time, from from round about Pentecost time, every generation has had the opportunity of being in two places at once. Mm-hmm. Now, when you think about that, because all of these ends. Um, there's reasoning behind it. Right? There's a reason. So that when you think about it, if I'm seated in heaven, I have access to heaven, and I'm on earth. So I'm in two places at once. Mm-hmm. When you realize that the will of God is that what happens in heaven would happen on earth, so that we're called to heavenize earth, then what you have to have is somebody who has access to heaven, seated in heavenly places, but also on earth. Mm-hmm. So that when you and I, uh, or maybe I'm a little closer than you, but when I get to be in eternity, I won't have, um, I won't have the, are going to be completely in in heavenly realms. Mm-hmm. So I, I, you know, I, I won't have to pray for people to get healed because everybody's going to be healthy and healed. Mm-hmm. But you can you can do that here now. It's about bringing heaven to earth. Mm-hmm. And one of the one of the 
another one of the lies that people have embraced, and I put it as strongly as that, is, is this concept of thinking about and looking for the day that they get to be in heaven. Mm-hmm. This theology that's been established on that. Oh, I can't wait for you know Jesus to come back and get us out of here and all of those sorts of things. Um, that's a real truth. I know that's a reality, but there's a lot to be done on the planet before that happens. Mm-hmm. Because Jesus said that it's the will of the Father. It's the will and the desire of the Father for this earth to be heavenized. So there's a lot to be done. But if you live a life talking about being raptured out of here or, you know, waiting, you can't wait till you get to heaven or it's, it's going to happen soon, all of those sorts of things, then what you do is that you keep yourself focused for that and not go after heavenizing earth. Well, you're in the or again. It's heaven or earth. Yeah. I'm living in, on earth and then I'll go to heaven. So I am even either living on heaven or, you know, on earth. Whereas, you know, and you're right. And that's, there's why Jesus said it, heaven and earth, you know, cause they would both be the same at the same time. Yeah. You know, and I, it's like, you know, I was sitting here thinking about like a way, you know, in my business experiences, when we talk about one thing I can tell you about, or is that it limits you? Um, in, in a lot of ways, I think we've talked about that, but like, here's an example from my, from my business is that everybody said it was impossible, which, so, you know, we, here, we're going to have the, or it was impossible to build a decent home and then sell it at a feasible price. Yes. Um, and there's a lot in there, um, having a good foundation. So it's like, well, you can't have a good foundation build a good quality home and then sell it for a decent price. It's impossible. So you either have a good quality or a good price. Well, I was stuck in the end of why can't we do a good foundation, build a quality home and sell it for a good price. And because I use the end, I actually went searching. Whereas if I would have used the or I would have never went looking, it wouldn't have been impossible. It wouldn't, it wouldn't have been possible in my mind, so I wouldn't have went looking for the possibility. Well, a year later, our company was producing the best home in, in the, our market for the cheapest price in our market, and we were making the most profit on our homes in our market. Um, so we did all the impossibles. We, we made more money, we sold it for cheaper, and we built it better. Um, so, and following on from that, mm-hmm. so and actually brings you into possibility. Yeah, you go searching in and, but you stop at or. Yeah, yeah, or really brings you into limitation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you well. don't consider. So, so even that, because what we're talking about is really hope. Hope is an earnest expectation for good. Yeah. So and actually takes you into hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. If you're an or, you what's there to hope for? I, yeah, have it's already- I have this and I can go get that, but I can't have them both. So what's yeah. the hope? what's the hope of having them both? What would I hope? Yeah, for? and so it's it's quite t- tyrannical, mm-hmm. you know. That or really is in the place of of shutdown, lockup, 
you know, uh, into a place of restriction. Um, now, I, I know that outside of the kingdom, we talked about this just back there, that that or is a very, a very strong word and it's quite it's quite useful um, from the fact is that you know you you are either in relationship or you are not mm -hmm. but when we're talking about this in the kingdom we are talking about the the how how things have to be embraced or the paradoxes have to be embraced because mm -hmm. it's so full kingdom is so full of it it, it is such um, a key thing to 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 understand and so i would even say to people today just try and examine some of the places where you are saying or and look at how you could bring it into an and where you can really go you know after this particular thing and see the advantages or see as um uh, jim collins talks about the genius of of and i think there's an acceleration in and too yeah i mean it, it it puts you in an acceleration because if you're thinking of ands you're constantly moving towards something yeah so um you know to today i i, I don't I mean, there's lots of things that we can obviously talk about, but I don't want to quite detract from what we were saying here today. Mm -hmm. I mean, unless you want to, but I, I was just thinking, why don't we, right at the moment, just um, just pray into that revelation or release grace into that revelation that people will, will get it, even though they may have heard it many times. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I mean, I want to receive that. Mm-hmm. You know, so are you okay with that? Yeah. Can we do that? Mm -hmm. All right. So if you're listening to us today, um, right now live, or you are listening to this at a later time, uh, we, we're talking about the genius of and, A-N-D, the connecting of it, the, okay. the, how it brings thing, things into a connective place, how we realize that we are seated in heavenly places and on the earth and we we today just want to release to you an impartation of the revelation of this word that even we don't realize how much revelation that is contained within this concept this paradoxical concept of and and so we want to release an impartation to you today that will just trigger some new things and even things that we have not even talked about today or things that we're not even got hold of today that you will see that there's no longer the division where there's been division, that you'll see a coming together of things, even in your thinking, even in your experience, even in what you've been taught, what, what you have uh, embraced, even in your subconscious, um, that where there's been a place, because uh, uh, we want to bring a unity. We want to bring to you today an, a, an impartation of unity, that not only will you feel unified, but you will be a, a vessel of unity, of bringing a unity in the midst of diversity. And so, Father, I want to declare that. I want to speak that to every person listening. And I thank you, that Father, that you're in the process of causing a revolution of a unity revolution. 
that you are going to bring about a unit unity in the midst of diversity that people don't have to say well it's either this or that or it's this color or that color or whatever else but father that there would be such an experience of unity in the midst of diversity and so lord we release that we release that to bring about a setting free of people a liberty to people where people will understand that there are who they are who god has made them to be and yet they're still growing in it they're still developing in it and so father even amongst time and the concept of time we release an end into that father god the genius of end the genius of end may it grow and explode and may the revelation of it be uh father god just just accelerated as daniel said just a while ago that it would just bring about acceleration it would bring acceleration in people's lives father in jesus name thank you lord mm -hmm. anything you want to add yeah just uh, i just want to release especially in in the mind i just feel like that's really what i want to go after um go just small things is just uh um, and people's thinking, like if you're just listening to this, I just want to break off the limitation of or in your thinking and just release the limitlessness of and in your thinking. Um, but I just I just see a lot of people have got some roadblocks in their mental thinking. Um, they feel like they're stuck on some things and that, you know, really, I don't think that uh, that you realize that it's or that's going on. But I just I'm just praying that that would just come to your mind. That you would realize that you're really stuck yes. in, in or thinking yes. um, that, uh, it, um, mm. you know, I just see people. I just see some people that maybe have, uh, you know, they keep coming back to the same thing over and over again. And they don't realize that it's from the or it's because it's because we keep coming back to this because you think it's this or something else. And you're not sure really where to go in that. And so I just want to break that off in Jesus' name right now and just release a, that limitlessness of thinking um, in your mind that it will just be a continual and that that um, uh, there's ands out there to go get. And we just thank you, Father, for that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. Um, that limitless that you talk about, because um, we've, we've talked a couple of times about um, Ephesians mm. um, and uh, you know Ephesians 3.20 is another one of my favorite scriptures but it just kept coming back to me and I was getting it even before you said that now to him now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us to him be the glory in the church by Jesus Christ to all generations forever mm -hmm. and ever amen so now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above i mean those words just echo with with with, with such expansion with such limitless you know uh, yeah. now yeah I was, I was gonna say what we don't let like, we don't have to get on a whole other conversation but really what we're talking about is imagination Yep. Yeah, that's where limitless is found. The limitless thinking is found in the imagination because you know, in 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 our 
carnal thinking, we're limited by that. But in the imagination, it's the womb where we get to think beyond. We get to create things that aren't haven't been created. That's where the limitlessness is, is in the imagination. So that's really, you know, so just to add on to that, we just, uh, we just unlock imaginations and we just speak that imaginations will just start coming to people. They'll, they'll be able to think from their imagination rather than from um, their carnal mind. And so um, we just, we just release that over people. Yeah. And even as people, as, as a child, you were told that you had to grow up mm. and that you had to get out of, fantasy realm or out of the out of the imagination realm mm -hmm. jesus was very clear when he said that in order to enter into the kingdom to embrace the kingdom you have to become like a child mm -hmm. and one of the childlike natures is the imagination imaginary thinking imaginary places that a lot of children live within and so mm -hmm. we want to say to you in your even if you've been uh you believed a lockdown in that imagination arena the limitlessness of your imagination it is a positive imagination is what hope is mm -hmm. and so we want to just the words that were said the things that were in on all good intentions from people where they locked up your imagination. We want to just speak a release to your imagination and uh, a, a strength into your imagination that you can start to begin to see, right? Hope is unseen. Mm -hmm. See things before you see things. Well, just get excited about it too. You know, imagination is an exciting thing. It can, it can, it can, it can bring excitement. It can bring laughter. It can bring so much fun to your life. You know, I'm just, yeah. so, I mean, just have some fun. Imagine a little. <laughs> well, it's been, it's been uh, great to see some people here. We have my friend Stuart from uh, hmm. the Philippines. Hello, Stuart, Tony and uh, um, Angie. Uh, thanks for your comment there. Um, person called Tyler Davison. Is that some relation of yours? Yeah, I know her in a roundabout way. <laughs> you better. <laughs> um, and um, Tony and Angie again saying um, amen. Uh, guys, we really uh, so appreciate um, you um, um, joining us. Uh, thank you for watching today. Please like or share, subscribe, hit the bell in uh, in youtube um just um really do appreciate um you tuning in today uh as well thank you to phyllis hello phyllis um from wyoming um great to see you um, um again thanks for joining us thank you for everybody joining us um today we were talking about the genius of and 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 how tyrannical that all can can be within the kingdom context, um, and so uh, you have a look at replacing or statements in your life, things that you see. It's either this or it's this within the kingdom context. Remember, it's within the kingdom, um, and replace it with and and uh, and just see, see. Have a look at it. Have a look at where you see the paradoxes in the scripture where this and this which so many people want to take either sides of it. And that's how we have a lot of denominations really established because mm -hmm. people were taking sides of something. 
Um, and if that's the basis of which people have come together, then what happens when that changes? You have to separate. And, and so there are so many things that um, have been embraced that become divisive. Mm -hmm. And yet the kingdom is about having a unity uh, in the midst of diversity, and that's how, how God is. His plan is that we are to heavenize earth. So you have a look today about how you can be a heavenizer of earth. Uh, have a look today about where you can embrace and um, like you've never done before. You may have heard this before, but we again just uh, remain. So thanks for joining. Thank you for people that are going to be listening to this into the future. We want to bless you. And so thank you. Thank you for your time today. And thank you for your time, Daniel. It's been great to, to, um, to be together. And uh, do you have anything to finish with, Daniel? No, I think. Okay. We'll okay. see you same time next week then. All right. See you guys. Okay. Thank you for joining us today for this conversation. You can follow us, like, subscribe, and share out any of these episodes on Facebook, YouTube, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. For more information about us, you can go to insightnow.co. Have a great day.